that is absolutely fascinating. The fact that she was able to save a litter of nine puppies. She was able to save them by allowing the devil to possess her half-twin sister. That is incredible. What a heartwarming Halloween story. My goodness. Wow. Well, before we get out of here and take a break, we are going to take a listener voicemail. That's right. We got a listener voicemail all the way from Michigan. This one's from Jeffrey. I got your bitch. Well, it appears Jeffrey had a wrong number. Uh, Jeffrey from Michigan, if you're listening to this, hey, listen, buddy, you called the Mouth of Madness answering machine. Uh, I think you meant to call the uh, victims of the kidnapping that you're trying to extort for a sum of ransom of some kind. So, yeah, that's going to be an awkward conversation. Do not execute. Make sure you call the right people. Listen, folks, double check the number you're dialing before you just tell someone, I got your bitch. What are you doing? Come on now. Speaking of which... Uh, we did have a friend come by momentarily. He's not going to stay long, but he did. Uh, I know he's over here. Space, Space Ghost is in the building. And uh, listen, Spacey, what do you have to say about that voicemail we just heard? I believe every word that man just said. Why is that? Because it's exactly what I wanted to hear. Okay, well, that's fair enough. Oh, you're taking off? All right. Well, Space Ghost is getting out of here. He's got to get back up to outer space. We don't want to take up too much of his time. He had to come by and uh, borrow some rocket fuel, which uh, I don't know why we have that in the studio next to all that fertilizer. Huh. All right. I am dressed like a large puppy dog slash bear. That's what I'm doing in my studio. I am in my underwear, dressed from the neck up as a bear. And I am loving every single moment of it. It is Halloween, folks. And this is going to be a fun night, all right? So listen, be safe out there. We're going to take a quick break. And after we get back, we're going to kick the rest of this show off. We got we got listeners calling in, okay? We're going to hear some, from some more people. We uh, we might read another creepy pasta. So it's it's going to be interesting. Just be patient. Stay safe out there. And by all means, don't get abducted by aliens. Thank you. You are listening to Mouth of Madness, coming at you live, coast to coast on AM radio with your host, Nick Michelson. If you would like to contact our host, Nick, and be on the show, please call our toll-free number now. Welcome back, folks. This is the Mouth of Madness podcast. I am your host, Nick Michelson, and this is the All Hallows' Eve special. (laughs) So sit back, relax, and hold on to your souls tightly, because tonight is the spookiest of all nights. That's right. It is the All Hallows' Eve special. We just did the All Hallows' Eve Eve episode on a normal Sunday night, but tonight is the 31st. It's a Monday, so we're doing things a little different. This is a special occasion, ladies and gentlemen. 
That being said, we do have uh, quite a bit of things to get through. Um, we do have another caller waiting on the other line. So we are going to go ahead and patch him in right now. Tonight's topic, we're just talking all things spooky. Okay, we're talking Halloween, All Hallows Eve, spooky evening, trick-or-treat. Kids are stealing the souls of your neighbor. It's going to be a fun time, folks. So let's go ahead and get uh, the next caller in. Let me go ahead and patch you in right now. All right, and we got him on the line right now, folks. It's longtime listener, uh, first-time caller, comedian Stephen Milani, everybody. Yeah, who's this? Hey, Stephen Milani, you are you you you're on the air. You're here with us right now at Mouth of Madness. Yeah. Oh, oh now you called me Mouth of Madness. Who's that? What organization are you with? Well, we are not really an organization. We're more of a, a tiny room with a fat man and a producer who's never here. Sounds exactly like something the IRS would say. Well, I don't have a lot of experience with the IRS, but I'll tell you what I do have a lot of experience in, and it's the All Hallows Eve. That's right. It's a special night of the year where all the spooky things happen, and your wildest, delicious, most trick-or-treat candy fetishes can come true. Well, listen, I'm glad uh, that you have nothing to do with the IRS, because I I just want to tell you, uh, the the director of the IRS, I have his dick. Okay, so I think your friend might Jeffrey from Michigan called in earlier. Uh, this is making some sense. He left a voicemail uh, saying something very similar to what you just said. Uh, we did hear from Space Ghost, who said he approved of uh, whatever it was that man had to say. Uh, I'm a little skeptical, but I'm I'm glad to hear that we are we're tying links up because I would feel very embarrassed and partially responsible if somebody executed a hostage, uh, calling the wrong number and thinking they had the right number. Yeah, well, you should be responsible. You should feel re- On Halloween's Eve, you're responsible, man, because we have your bitch. Well, I'll tell you what, caller. It is, it is refreshing to hear somebody come out the gate with extreme honesty. Again, I don't think you're talking to the right person about the specific uh, debacle you may be encountering. However, it is Halloween evening. It's getting late out there. And how are you doing tonight? Are you dressed up as any character? Are you going to a party? Are you doing some sacrifices? What are you doing tonight? Uh, well, I, I did dress up tonight. I dressed up as Santa Claus. Fantastic. Uh, uh, I, I'm just, you know, I just always feel out of place. Mm. I was in my time machine. I thought it was later than it is. Mm, I see, I see. Now, is this the same time machine we spoke about a lot? You did call in before, correct? Yes. Okay, yes, yes. okay. Back on the second time. No, no, I think you called me last time. We called you? Okay. So that's that seems to be an ongoing issue with you and understanding how phones work. However, are you still in the same uh, van-vesseled time machine? Yes. Now, how yes, is I'm... that thing going? Oh, it's fantastic, man. I, I picked up the pace. I realized if I put myself into stasis, I can I can jump eight hours at a time. Mm, fascinating. Now, are you encountering any strange entities out there on the road, on the time roads? Yeah, yeah. Tonight, I've seen a T-Rex tonight. A whole T-Rex. Yeah, yeah, and I shot it, man. I shot I have no idea why that T-Rex is carrying a bag of candy, but it's not going to terrorize anybody tonight. Well, Stephen, listen, I can say a lot of things about you, but one thing I think everyone can agree on is that you are a national hero. Thank you. Thank, I'm just trying to keep the streets safe. You know, it's a crazy world out there. Big Mayo's got their fingers and all this 
Halloween stuff. Listen, if Santa Claus isn't running around trying to stop Velociraptors from eating our children when Big Mayo wants to lure them away to traffic them, then I don't know what sanity is. Exactly. Santa's a giver. But Santa is a giver, and the gift that keeps on giving is probably a 12-gauge pump. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Birdshot, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I understand, I understand. The, the, the dinosaurs turned into birds, so obviously you use birdshot when you're trying to shoot a dinosaur. Yeah, I'm not a fan of everyone, everyone thinking because of George Lucas that every dinosaur is a reptilian-type figure, which some of them might have been, but I think most of them were, you know, they were... Avian. They were of the avian family. They were, you know, aviators. They were all Leonardo DiCaprio's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. They would sit around and piss in bottles and watch weird movies in their little theater. That's what dinosaurs are known for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why T-Rexes uh, can't clap? I don't. Because they're dead. See, that would that would be hard to clap if you're dead. However, I've I've known a few dead guys. Uh, oh, okay. But I've never asked them if they can clap because they're dead. Yeah, once the rigor mortis sets in, man, it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard to even force them to clap. Now that is true, unless you're some kind of interdimensional time traveling demon. That's a very good point. I ran into one of those guys on the road not too long ago. What'd you do? Uh, I left. That's yeah. probably the best response you can give is you left. Yeah, I wouldn't stick around for that, caller. That seems like a, a dangerous game one might be playing. Now, are you getting a lot of children coming up to your, your van, homeless children, begging for sweet confections? I am. I am. And the greatest thing is I don't even have any windows in the van. So, you know, the other kids can't see the, the candy I give the kids that do come up to the van. Now, when you live in a van and that van is your house, and kids come knocking on that van door on Halloween night. Does the rule still apply that a stranger should not, a strange man in the van should not be giving candy, or does that rule not like does it is the Halloween rule doctrine does that supersede it? Well, it really comes down to the fact that if their parents are allowing this to happen, it's on the parents. Hmm. Fascinating. Well, I mean, that naturally that you believe they would. Uh, intervene at some point. Uh, however, if a van is a home, then is it really a van? No, no, it's a van. It's dual purpose. You know, as a minimalist, everything's got to have dual purposes, at least. At least. So, you know, this is a van without windows, but it's also a home. But, I mean, is it really that weird to live in a van? No, I think what's more strange is you're living in a home without windows. Yeah. Yeah, and how do you drive? Yeah. Well, okay, so I have a windshield. But that's in the cab. That's not in the living space. Mm, fascinating, fascinating. So I guess I do have a one, but I keep it blocked off, man. Yeah, so you're like the creepy guy in the old house that has newspapers all over the windows. Yeah, mm. exactly, exactly. And I'm the one, you know, that people come to throw rocks at. You know, if you've seen any 80s movie where the kids walk by a house in the neighborhood, I'm basically the guy that owns the house. Mm. Except I'm not a millionaire and I don't actually have a house. Right, but I mean, everything, you know, you're a person, so that part checks out. Now, when you say person, do you mean by the, the Oxford English Dictionary that most of us use, or are you talking about the legal dictionary that Big Mayo uses? No, I don't go off Big Mayo's dictionary. That's all propaganda. I honestly think eggs are a conspiracy. Oh, well, I'm proud of you. Well done. Well, if someone's not going to take action, who will? This is why, you know, the, the conspiracy with eggs, this is why I generally try to throw at least a dozen at my neighbor's house. Mm, that's fascinating. 
Now, are you a fan yourself of All Hallows Eve? I am. I'm, I'm quite a fan. Because, uh, you know, with the interdimensional travel, it's like the one day per year where I actually get to see creatures from other dimensions just wandering the streets. Yeah, I think it's something that has to do with the veil between our reality and alternate dimensions is, is thin. So we tend to cross through. In fact, that might be where we get a lot of the Mandela effects from. That's right. Wait, the what effect? The Mandela effect. What's that? That's the effect where uh, if you like, if you thought you remembered something, if if culture thought, you know, we all agree that it was like the Berenstein Bears or the Bayer, whatever, but then it turns out to be a different thing, and no one remembers the actual thing it turned out to be. That's the Mandela effect. Oh my God, this is so crazy. I've heard of that before, but I've always I've always heard it as the Clinton effect. Hmm. Well, they're very they're very similar doctrines. Okay. Oh, okay. I just thought maybe one of us was misremembering. No, that might be a Mandela effect. However, you know, don't get me started on a Lewinsky effect. Well, look, you know, I take things for my memory. Like I've got these uh, mushroom supplements that are part lion's mane and part ashwanga. The lion's mane is really good for your memory, and, and you know, I can't really remember what the ashwanga is good for. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> Uh, and what are you dressed up as tonight again? What, what did you say you're dressed as? Oh, a, bring, a, a newborn baby. <laughs> a newborn baby. Yeah, yeah. It's... I'm covered in slime, fake blood, and I'm naked. Interesting. Now, uh, did you <laughs> – I'm looking at my notes here. Did you did you ditch the Santa costume? Or you, you Did you change costumes? Or am I Mandela oh, yeah, affecting yeah. over here? Well, I was trying to get down some chimneys, and, and the Santa costume was, uh, you know, was problematic. But with this fake slime and fake blood, it's easier to slide down the neighbor's chimneys. Fascinating. So keep it in spirit, Santa. I'm just putting my own personal hollow Eve twist on it. Now, are you encountering homeowners while you're covered in blood, or are they usually asleep? Uh, no, they're all hanging out by the front door, waiting for trick-or-treaters. So what do you do once you get in? Oh, I, I run up behind them, and I scare the shit out of them. <laughs> then what's your plan after that, caller? Oh, I, I go back up the chimney. <laughs> go back up the chimney. So you well, just crawl right back up it, huh? Yeah, it's polite to go out the way you came in. You know, I'm not rude. I mean, I suppose it's polite to go out the way you came in, except for, like, with death. You don't want to go out the way you came in in that case. Well, I mean, when you die, you shit your pants, and when you're born, you basically shit your pants, so... I don't know. I don't know. When you die, when you're born, you don't have pants to shit. Well, that's fair. That's fair. They usually put you in a diaper. By the time I die, I'm pretty sure I'll be in diapers. Yeah, you know what? I suppose you're right, caller. I suppose you're right. All right. Well, we are going to take some more calls here in just a minute or two. Uh, but, hey, listen, Steve and Milani, thank you for calling in and talking to us about your situation in the mobile home that's disguised as a van. I love the fact that you're wearing a baby costume covered in blood. That does help with the chimney slippage. Absolutely, it does. You be safe out there on that road, and uh, don't don't get abducted by aliens. I won't. I won't. They're done with me. Fantastic. Well, I'm glad to hear that, caller. Uh, Stephen Milani, where can people find you? Well, you can find me on Instagram as the Model Anarchist, and uh, you can find me on Facebook as Stephen Vanarchist. And on uh, this Wednesday, I'll be starting an open mic at Andy's Pub in Vacaville on Main Street. Now, that is no admission as to where my location and whereabouts are right now. 
but on Wednesday, you'll be able to find me in Vacaville at Andy's Pub, 8 o'clock sign-up, 8.30 show starts. Now, this is Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022, and this is yes, going to be sir. every Wednesday? Every other Wednesday. First and third Wednesday. First and third Wednesday. November has five Wednesdays. We won't be doing the fifth this month. Okay, so first and third Wednesday of every month starting uh, the 2nd of November of this year. Perfect. Well, listen, caller, you be safe out there. Uh, don't get bitten by radioactive velociraptors, and uh, keep keep your head on the swivel, bud, okay? And we hope to hear from you again soon. All right, man. Thanks for calling. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Stephen. Bye-bye. All right, we just heard from Stephen Milani living out of the van, driving all the way around the West Coast, enjoying himself in his time-traveling windowless house with wheels. Isn't that phenomenal, folks? In the meantime, we do have another caller. That's right, tonight is crazy. The phone lines are just lighting up left and right. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and patch in another one here. Here we go. All right, and we have on the air right now, it's longtime listener, first-time caller, uh, my my older brother, ladies and gentlemen, Christopher Michelson on the line. Hey, thanks for, thanks for having me on there. What, say again? Thanks for having me on. I certainly think you didn't like me. I've been calling you show every night for the last you know, six months, and it just keeps getting voicemail. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard to get through sometimes. It is hard to understand you now. Can you Can you go ahead and give me a sound check? Oh, is this any better? No, no. It sounds like you're talking through a, a pile of pillows. Well, I mean, that, that that might just be the pile of pillows that I have over my face. But you know, I use that to keep out the ghosts. You got to keep out the ghosts, and that that is an important thing. Now, how are you doing out there in Halloween? You're calling all the way from Montana. Oh yeah, all the way up from Montana. I mean, it's pretty pretty slow night for me. I don't I don't ever get trick or treaters to my house. You know. Um, it might be because I live on a street that only has three houses on it. It might be because I mustard gassed, gassed the kids last year, you know. Who's to say why? But I, I never really get them. Now, let me ask you this, caller, because you seem like you have a little bit of knowledge. It seems like you're on the up and up to some of these sorts. So let me ask you, living out in the middle of nowhere, hypothetically here, I don't want to get too specific, just hypothetically, aren't you ever nervous that some masked man will stalk your home and eventually one night break in and then find several objects around the house to insert into your body, not like in a dirty way, but like in a murderous way, and then, you know, they maybe string up your organs all around the house as some kind of sick Halloween slash Christmas decoration? I mean, not really. Um, I've got friends that have been wanting to do that to me for years, so that's pretty par for the course. I and mean, as long as I don't keep it dirty, as long as it's straight, clean, you know, dismemberment, I'm all good. Um, I mean, that gets me out of paying taxes. I don't got to go to work no more. I mean, that's a good time. You know, one man's trash is another man's torture. Uh, let me. But tell I mean, you so that. long as you're not doing anything dirty with those objects, you know, just keep it good, clean, dismemberment, and I'm good. Good, clean, wholesome murder. Exactly. You know, that's, that's so much to ask for. You know, the problem with good, clean, wholesome murder is you got all you, you got all these uh, atheists and, and all, all these uh, all these liberals running around committing dirty murders. Well, see, I, I live in Montana. You know, there's there's hardly any liberals up here, so I'm good. I mean. I think the liberalist thing up here are the bears. See, I want a good, clean, wholesome family Catholic series of murders. 
Oh yeah, I mean everyone up here is is super Christian, you know, so the the shame is strong with them, so they're not going to do anything super perverted. It's just going to be some wholesome killing. You see, I like when my murderers have their sexuality repressed, deeply repressed. I mean, oh yeah, you know you, you can't let that out. You know the church will shame you to death about that. I mean, don't even get me started on the Baptists. You think Catholics are bad, man? Baptists they bring shame to a whole new level. Well, I'll tell you what I knew of. I knew a guy. I knew a guy once. Just one guy. That that that, I, that was that was the end of the story. Yeah, that's the only guy you knew. I, I knew a guy. Yeah, yeah, that, that was me. Now, that was me back in the day. Now let me ask you this: how how is the weather out there? And when I say weather, I don't mean the climate. I mean the supernatural weather. Oh, I mean the supernatural weather. You know, it's it's a bit hit and miss. But you know, I, I actually I was hanging out with my pagan friend earlier today. She hit me with some sage. You know, did a little ritual on my arm, and so I'm all set. I'm, I've got my rune of protection on now, so I'm not worried about that at all. Now, so, are you ever worried that uh, Mormons will move into your neighborhood? Oh no, you're thinking Idaho, bro. You're thinking Idaho. No, I'm. We are. We are uh, Mormon free here. Thank God. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah, that. We just got, you know, the Hutterites and the Amish, but you, they stay on their land so long as I don't go messing with their harvest. They leave me alone. We're all good. You know, a lot of people say, Nick, aren't you racist? And I, and this is what I have to say to that, okay? Well, yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, well, let me let me finish. All right. I'm done. All right. All right. So now about these about these sightings, are you seeing lots of ghosts? Oh, yeah. I see them all the time, bro. Fascinating. I mean, dude, I live in Montana. Do you have any idea how many neo-Nazis we have around here? I see ghostly figures walking down the streets all the time. You know, they got the white sheets on and all that. They're everywhere. Fascinating. Now, do you ever see racist ghost hailing Ghostler? You know, they're always doing something with their hands, but I don't really get close enough to see what they're doing with their hands. I keep my distance from the ghosts. I mean, I don't want to get ectoplasm on me. I've seen that. I've seen the show. I know that stuff's pretty sticky. You know, uh, there's always ghosts that are doing something with their hands, but I can never see them. Hey, well, hey, so long as whatever they're doing with your hands doesn't get that ectoplasm on you, then I say you're all right. Well, I'm doing it wrong. Let me tell you that. But uh, in the meantime... you got to hang out with poltergeists if you want to get stuff on you. Now, how how many... Uh, we're talking in, in numbers of frequency since you left the West Coast a decade ago. Uh, and just in sheer terms of volume... Are you seeing not only more supernatural and ghost-like sightings, but uh, those of the conspiratorial extraterrestrial persuasion? Well, it seems it's a different flavor. So you get a lot of you get a lot of the same overall frequency, but it's just the type that changes. So back in California, I mean, you would see zombies everywhere. They're all over the streets, um, and you don't really see the zombies up here. But you get a lot of the ghosts, and I'm not sure if it has a cultural aspect to it or some sort of you know. Uh, socioeconomic status, but there's definitely a lot of zombies in California and a lot of ghosts in Montana. Mm, fascinating, fascinating. Well, uh, be safe out there. I know there's a lot of bears and a lot, and a lot of a lot of ghosts, and you know you don't want a ghost bear knocking on your neck of the woods or your neck. Now, now that's that's a scary thing. Would be a ghost bear. I mean, you get a you get a ghost that's actually a bear. I mean, what are you going to do about it? You can't do nothing about it. See what what frightens me, caller, is it's not the idea of 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 a bear's soul, but it's it's the idea of someone who died and then became by choice 
a bear. Ah, uh, see, that's tricky. But hey, you know, according to all my gay friends, I'm a bear myself, so I've always kind of felt a kinship to the bear. So I think they'll they generally leave me alone. Well, listen, I I've, listen. I don't have a lot of gay friends, but I have a lot of boyfriends. And what I can tell you about these folks is that uh, they're down. They're down to clown. I mean, who doesn't love a good clown? Who doesn't love a good clown? Fascinating. Well, listen, Christopher, thank you for calling in so much. What are your plans for this evening? Are you dressing up? Uh, you know, I'm not dressing up. I figure I look scary enough already, and I don't have the kids coming by because of the mustard gas. So I'm just going to be carving some pumpkins and enjoying my uh, rune of protection that I got on my arm and enjoying the sageness that I got hit with, with that from my pagans friends and being safe. Listen, listen, I, I said it once before, and I'll say it again right now with you today. But uh, listen, a Halloween night is a special night, but you have to really take into account everyone's safety. And there are packs and hordes of hungry, nearly orphaned, homeless children roaming the streets looking to come to their neighbor's home, your home, and rob you of your candy and or your soul. Oh, bro, that's, I mean, that's what the mustard gas is for. You hit them once, they don't come back. Right. So I just, I, I mean, I'm glad to know somebody's taking precaution because these little bastards need to pay. Yeah, we, we got to spread that gas around, get everybody armed. Got to spread the gas. That's what my father might have said. Yeah, we just got to figure out who it actually was. Who it is, and then and then I'll find out if he said that. Got to go on Maury. Gotta we got to go on Maury. Got to go on Maury. Maury, Maury knows about ghosts. You know what? We might have Maury on as a guest next week. You should. He could bring the paternity test. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I, I knew a guy once. Yeah, that's still me. All right. Well, listen, thank you for calling in, and we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. Listen, I know you got a jack-o'-lantern to go carve up, so go do that. Give the missus a hello for me, and uh, we will hopefully be hearing from you again sometime in the future. Yeah, maybe I'll get through sometime in the next six months again. Absolutely. Keep trying, and we'd love to have you back. Take me off that block list, bro. <laughs> I will talk to our producer. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You, you be safe out there. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye-bye. All right. We did just hear from Christopher Michelson all the way from Montana. One of my several older brothers, two to be exact, two, uh, one of the two. So isn't that nice? Me and him should talk more. I don't hear from him very often. And, and uh, what a what a what a what a what a what a guy! I knew a guy once. So yeah, uh, it's it's fascinating. I love to hear from that guy. We should uh, we should talk more. That's not a joke. And without with that, you know, all that being done and said, we do have another caller waiting to get through. So I don't want to keep them waiting too much longer so let's go ahead and patch them in now and now on the line we have it's longtime listener first time caller comedian mariah barrera everybody hello there nick michaelson thanks for having me your little podcast over here absolutely and thank you for calling <laughs> in this evening how are you tonight on all hollows eve uh well i'm dressed up I'm pretty buzzed right now, so I think we're we're on a roll. We're, what we're what getting, are you dressed there. up as? Um, I thought it was Dorothy on the packaging, but when I put it on, um, I look like a maid, maybe because I'm Mexican, but mm. um, I'm not really sure right now. 
But we're going with Dorothy. Well, there are worse things you can be than a maid. <laughs> you know, it's in my it's in my genes. It's in my DNA. I think I'll I think I'll do good. Yeah, like there's okay. worse things you can be uh, other than maids. Like first of all, I mean, being Mexican that's pretty bad. <laughs> that is <laughs> that is a thing in itself. You're totally right. Uh, well, thank you for calling in, Mariah. It's it's so nice to finally hear from you on the show. Uh, what 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 what's going on in Mariah Land? It's Halloween night. What's up, baby? It's, Are you seeing ghosts? Have you met the uh, devil? What's going on? I have, you know, um, so, well, touching on the the Mexican subject, um, like there's nobody more superstitious than Mexicans. Mm. Um, so like I wasn't allowed to like watch like The Exorcist in my house for a very long time till I was like 30 because my mom was just like absolutely not. You can watch these other movies, like The Human Centipede, you know, like... Yeah, something you know. about the... It's like the Catholic versus... It's like the Catholic slash the me- old-school Mexican superstitions that meet, right? Oh, hell yeah. Right, so anything, like, involving the devil or, like, Virgin Mary, they're, like, very high alert on, right? That is, yeah, like, for some reason, like, we're... Like, ghosts are, like, our shit, like, mm. um, haunted house, like, all... If you ever go to any Mexican's house, it is always a haunted house. Something terrible always happened there, and 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 yet we still live in these houses, which is crazy to me. But you know, well, rent rent is not cheap, my friend. <laughs> you're very right. So very you're true. so you're having a few drinks. You're dressed up like Dorothy, if Dorothy was a Hispanic maid, and sure. you uh, are, are uh, like I said, having a few drinks, hanging out. What what are you doing? You trick or treating? You going to a party? You staying in? You watching movies? You eating candy corn? What's what's oh, going we're on? watching movies. We're actually watching movies right now. Uh, my brother just put on uh, the original Halloween. Oh, John so Carpenter, fantastic! Right I'm a big fan. John, I that you know, yeah, I heard your podcast is named after it. So uh, it's after named one after of one movies. of his movies. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So uh, we're watching the original Halloween, um, and like, I mean, I've watched horror movies since I was since I was a kid. So uh, me and my brother are just talking about how John Carpenter. Uh, did all the music for it. Yeah, yeah, um, he's a musical composer, director, and a producer. I mean, the dude's a freaking wizard. Yeah, and that that and movie writer. is like is a uh, is like low budget. Like, uh, you know, they got the you know the Halloween mask is the William Shatner mask that they spray painted. Jamie Lee Curtis's outfit is apparently from like J.C. Penney's. Um, John Carpenter's on the phone when um, Nancy calls her boyfriend. Um, so everything's super low budget and it's like one of the highest grossing films, you know, in horror, you know, in when the you, horror when franchise. You look at the, the, the musical score of that movie, uh, obviously the title intro theme, but even like the little interlude songs, like the dumb, 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 oh, dumb, dude, it's all like, of that. It's genius. It, it's, it's the, I mean, all of that is like part of one larger like track, but it's all like probably one of the scariest, or at least to me one of the uh, the most classic hair-raising, like, horror sounds would be that song. I'd say probably that would be the biggest thing since maybe the psycho, the, the, the noise in the shower. Oh, yeah. That, the oh, Alfred Hitchcock, I would definitely say that. It's that Alfred uh, Hitchcock, it's... like that rant, rant, rant. Well, everybody, it's funny because everybody knows, you know, Michael Myers. Like, it's that, like, if anybody doesn't watch horror movies, they at least know who Michael Myers is. That's just, you know. Yeah, I'd say the, the three favorite. the three big would be Michael, Freddie, and Jason, right? Oh yeah, of course. But Michael kind of kinda started that trend. Oh yeah, definitely. So that's why it's you know who doesn't love Halloween? Who doesn't love you know the new ones that they're trying to do? Um, I, I did give the Rob Zombie ones a chance. I'm honestly not a fan. 
but you know that's you just know, me. You know, a lot of people didn't like the Rob Zombie ones, and I'll say this: the second one, the second one he did felt unnecessary. I kind of like the first Rob Zombie one, especially when it shows him as a kid and how he's just kind of messed up from the get-go, and then all these other circumstances bring it out of him. I thought it was interesting. Uh, was I, it as true to Halloween as it could have been? No, but it was a fun interpretation. Well, I had heard that. Um, I heard that when John Carpenter gave uh, gave the movie to Rob Zombie to do, that he told him that you can you can have it, but you got to do something totally different. And so that's what he kind of came up with. And um, I, I think it mostly. I think most of it works. I'm not gonna lie. His wife drives me up the wall. Um, that like what, what's her name? Moon Zombie or something? A, Sherry Moon Zombie. Sherry Moon. You know, yeah, I just yeah. you know bless her heart. Hey, you, you know, know what though? She got, she's she got she's a great that supports... in the Devil's Rejects and stuff. Like she's she's a really okay. good like crazy lady type. Oh, okay. Is that what we're going but for? I, I thought she was I very see, annoying. I see what you mean. I can completely see where people might be put off by her. I'm not so put off by her, actually. I normally you know, would be by a character Because like you have that. a penis. No, no, no. It's you not know? even that. I, I actually think, I mean, you know? as pretty as she is, I think Rob probably could have even went prettier. But uh, I just, I, I find whatever off-putting, frustrating annoyance that she kind of puts off, I feel like it might be slightly intentional. And I don't know why. I think it works for her. I, and, and like, it's fine if she wasn't, like, because uh, now that, because now he's doing the monsters, he just did the monsters. That's right. And everyone's yeah. ripping that apart because I'm sorry. Um, I get, I get all for supporting your spouse or whatever. Um, but God damn it, if she's ruining every fucking movie, just stop it. You know, let her, let her, let her hold the camera or something. Mm, so um, she's fucking up the now, monsters, huh? So she ha- she's Lily Munster, and I just don't – I don't even want to see it. I'm just not – I'll probably give it a watch because I – you know, even though I'm not very old, uh, I used to watch reruns of the Munsters um, oh, on – there was this uh, – it was a Mexican Nickelodeon channel we used to get. <laughs> I swear to God, and they, they would play old-school American black and white and, like, 60s stuff. And Munsters was one of the shows they would. Re- it was kind of like Boomerang, but for like an older generation. Oh, that's pretty dope. But it was like a Nickelodeon Mexican channel, but they would play like American classic stuff. I don't remember where, why we had that channel, but I would watch the Munsters on it. Uh, and I think they played other things like Gilligan and stuff, which I wasn't really interested in that. But uh, I would watch the Munsters, and I thought it was pretty cool. It was like the pre Adams family. No, definitely. Like, so I, I also watched it, but I watched it on Nick at Night, uh, af, you know, after after hours, and um, and they even put the monsters on Netflix. And so I had just re- I rewatched them as an adult, and I was like, okay, like these are um, uh, these are you know just they were meant to be funny. So you know. So you said it was on Nick at Night. I did watch it on Nick at Night, but there was yeah. like an alternative channel that would play it earlier. And it was uh-huh. like it was it was Nick at Night, but like Espanol. But all the shows were in English. It was just the commercials that were in Spanish. But it was like a Telemundo. Got yeah, it. but okay. but but yeah. the shows were still in English. It was just the commercials. I didn't understand. Like they would talk about car insurance, and there'd be a woman with a very voluptuous backside, and they then they're trying to sell me like injury insurance with a lawyer. But you know he speaks Spanish, and I don't know how he's going to help me with my injury, especially when Got I'm only it. ten years old. I don't think I should be suing anybody at that age. I mean, you know, you never know. Life, life is very unexpected. So I, I just put it in your back pocket. You never know when you'll need it. Put it in your back um, pocket. But, you know. <clears throat> now, growing up, did you watch any of the Rob Zombie's earlier work? Were you a fan of any of it? I, I was a huge fan of his of his music, mm-hmm. um, and I just and I've been to uh, his concerts. Hillbilly Deluxe, amazing. Huh? 
I've been um, um, I actually bought it was Past, Present, and Future was probably the first album that I got, which is like his greatest hits. Nice. And um, uh, like I said, I've been to his concerts before. An amazing show. Like what you expect in in a Rob Zombie video is definitely what you're gonna get on stage. It's a it's a horror show. It's a you know he's he's a great artist. And then once I did get excited once I heard he was starting to direct. You know, he's into horror, obviously. But once I started, you know, kind of seeing, I honestly think it's his wife that kills it for me because the stories, you know, everyone, for some reason, it just turns me off when it comes to her. And then everyone's like, but you got to give the devil's, you got to give the devil's rejects at least another chance. You have to at least give House of a Thousand Corpses another chance. You didn't like those ones. So for, Interesting. It's not. So, again, I think I just I, I'm being too critical. I'm being too much of like, well, I don't like her and I'm not just enjoying the parts, you know, that I should be. Mm. Um, yeah. So now, you know, that I've matured of being a little bit more open minded, I'm like, all right, I'll give him another chance. Um, but Jesus, I just really, you know, just stick to the music, Rob Zombie, right now. You just, you know, your wife is ruining it for wow. me right now. Powerful opinions coming out of uh, Mariah over here. Mariah Barrera with the powerful opinions on, on Zombie's work. I'm just saying, not knocking the guy. He makes great music. Um, you know, he also did, uh, he was, uh, he worked with Twisted Metal on a few of their video games, did the music, was a character in one of them. I didn't know that. You know? And I used to play oh, Twisted yes. Metal when I was a kid. It was like one of the. Um, it makes sense though that he would be involved. I can totally see. Oh, that. totally! It was. They actually did like a video. They actually did like a version of Twisted Metal where they were like kids, and mm. um, yeah, so funny. Like I, I found the. Uh, I looked on YouTube. I was just looking at like the. Uh, I was just watching the the endings of the of Twisted Metal from like uh, you know when the first when the game first came out and then when um, it started getting animated and stuff and I was just seeing all the stuff like Korn worked on a couple of uh, Twisted Metal games. I think I remember um, that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that one came out for like the PSP, so it only got like released on that. So a lot of the stuff got released on like um, it looks like just uh, like game equipment that maybe wasn't you know uh, didn't last around too long. So a lot of people didn't, you know, I had to look those up. Like I said, I had no idea Rob Zombie was on a Twisted Metal game. So. Well, uh, speaking of Twisted Metal, uh, I did like Twisted Metal. Did you ever play Vigilante 8? <laughs> yeah. I feel like Vigilante, bro, this yeah. might be an unpopular opinion, as cool as Twisted Metal was. I was a V8 kid. I mean, you know, I, I, I preferred Vigilante 8. I did. I just liked it. The muscle cars. I, I felt more, I, 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 whatever it was, the, the aesthetics of Vigilante 8. Maybe the gameplay was better or not. I don't remember. But I know the aesthetics, for some reason, I always lean toward V8 over Twisted Metal. So I recently actually looked up the gameplay for Vigilante 8 as well because there was a, there was a character in it. Um, oh my god, I can't remember her name. She's a she's a black woman that's like half half android, mm. um, half human, and uh, dope ass fucking character. I always played her, and um, shit, the, like the game that I actually always like that I actually related to more so than like Twisted Metal and Vigilante Eight was um, uh, remember Crazy Taxi? Crazy <laughs> Taxi, great game. I used to have, uh, a, so I used to play that in arcade, but I also owned a copy for my Sega Dreamcast. Oh, yeah, I owned it as well. Yes, That's how, yes. yes. Crazy Taxi was awesome. Yes, all the Offspring did most of the music on That's that right. one. That's right, they did. Yes. They did. So, yeah, as as you can see, like, wow, our conversation totally shifted from freaking, from horror to, to video games. From but... horror to bad cab drivers. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So but, you're gonna watch the original John Carpenter's Halloween tonight. Uh, yes. Are you eating? Are you a partaker of candy corn, which I know 99% of people hate, but 1% loves it? Bro, I'm that 1%. Like, I will fuck up some candy corn. See, that's the thing, like, is that I'm not, like, a candy corn advocate, but whenever people go, oh, it's the worst damn treat, it's so gross, I'm like, I don't mind it. It's not bad. I, um, first off, have you had circus peanuts? Those Do are those are disgusting. Oh, dude. I, I hate those. Yes, exactly. Those are those are. That's what I'm saying. When people bitch bottom. about candy corn, I'm like, look, it's not, I get it, okay? It's, it's not it's a 2022. circus peanut. It's 2022. It's not, yeah, we have bigger innovations in candy it's, confections. It's not, but a, it's not a, yeah. Exactly. No, it's uh, not a circus anytime peanut. Anytime people are like, fuck candy corn, I'm like, did you eat circus peanuts? Because you ate foam. So yeah, no, weird. those circus peanuts literally, they had like a foam texture and the, the flavor was just... My, uh, like a off it sweet. It tasted like a piece of foam. It tasted like tasted off like sweet and foam, foam, like sweet and low on star packing peanuts. I'm not gonna lie. I think I used those to like make a uh, freaking like sculptures out of. Very sturdy. They last forever. Really? So oh, they're pretty. They're pretty. Just try it. Try it out. It's like putty. Terrifying. Very. Wow. All right. So, uh, not a big fan of Rob Zombie's movies. Uh, big <laughs> fan of his music. Uh, we both agree though on the Carpenter. Um, work of music and movies combined. Um, where do you, uh, you you've seen Mouth of Madness, correct? I uh, you know or, what? I only I've Madness. seen it as a kid. I saw it as a kid. Haven't rewatched it. Okay. As an adult. Do you have a Shutter account? I do have a Shutter. They account. have all of John Carpenter's hits on there, and one of them, of course, is in the Mouth of Madness. You got to watch it. Oh, okay. Yes, there it has freaking uh, Event Horizon, uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, uh, Doctor Graham um, from Jurassic Park. Yes, I forget his real name. Yeah, Sam Neill. Uh, young Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Wait, is it Sam Neill? Am I right, or is it the it's wrong? Sam Neill. No, it is so Sam Neill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Graham from uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, I love that guy. There's yeah, a young Hayden Christensen in, yes, uh, yeah, uh, she's in it. In Mouth of Madness, I do remember that part. So you're right. I got to check it out. No, great, great flick. It's a good, like, it's a good psychological horror, cosmic horror mind twister. It's a lot of fun. Oh damn. Okay, I guess I'm gonna have to get into that tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you read Sutter Kane? That's uh, you'll you'll get into it, but it's it's fan- it's phenomenal. Great movie. Great movie. I'm ready. Well, stay ready and be careful and and lock your door and listen when there's going to be packs and hordes of homeless, hungry, nearly orphaned children roaming the streets tonight with buckets looking to steal your candy or your soul. So please be careful before you open the door tonight. You've been talking to my mom too much, so uh, I will keep that in mind for sure. Well, it's uh, yeah. Well, your mom's a good lady. (laughs) Your mom is. Is your dad around? Uh, no, man, he's at work. Mexican. Your mom's a good lady, man. That's all. Yeah, she's a good lady. Is your dad big? (laughs) No, he's not. He's a little Mexican diener, man. He's little? Yeah, your mom's tight, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You got any big-ass brothers, though, or any uncles that are... Oh, dude, oh, my God. I have a mammoth of a brother. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know know your mom. She's all right. Well, Mariah, thank you for calling in during the Halloween special and talking some spooky movies and music with me. Of course, Nick. Listen, be careful out there. Be safe. And uh, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, my, it's uh, Mariah underscore Mayhem. Uh, you probably, you know, just ask Nick. Ask Nick where I'm at. You know, I will you know. make sure I post a mention of you in this when we when we when we publish. So you'll be all right. I appreciate it. Mariah, you. happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, Nick. All right. Be safe and don't get abducted by aliens. I do my best, man. All right. Bye-bye.
And there you have it, folks. That was Mariah Barrera, longtime listener, first-time caller, and comedian. So uh, thank you to all of our wonderful callers out there tonight. We had uh, Stephen Milani, comedian. We had uh, older brother Christopher Michelson calling in, and another comedian I just mentioned, Mariah. So thank you to all of our uh, our longtime listeners, first-time callers. Without you, there would be still a show. You're not that. You're not that important. But you do contribute something, so thank you for the small, very minuscule, very tiny addition that you bring. The value is very, very, very limited, but thank you anyway, because it's value that I appreciate, and that's what we're here for. So thank you again to all the callers, and thank you to all the listeners. Again, without you, there would be still a show. It would just be a crazy person who listens to himself and himself only. But that's okay. We could do that. Do you even read Sutter Kane, bro? I don't know. I didn't think so. But that's it, folks. That's been our All Hollow Steve special, our Halloween special, uh, episode 11 of Mouth of Madness. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we did not have time to get to another creepypasta tonight, but you know what? Nah, don't worry about it. It's not really our thing here anyway. We're, we're trying different things, okay? It's, it's, it's a scary time of year, and, and it's a very special, limited time of year. It doesn't, it doesn't come. It comes once a year, and it doesn't stay long. You know, it's not like the other holidays, as fun as they can be, they, they last a lot longer. And this one seems as soon as the scary starts to ramp up, it's over. And you're like, it's Thanksgiving now. And now you, now the real fear begins. The fear of family. Nothing is more terrifying than being stuck indoors, eating dry turkey with relatives that you fucking hate. Nothing's more terrifying than that, folks. So, you know what, maybe the spooky season part one's ending. But the holidays can be even spookier. So we don't know. We will find out, won't we? Again, thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. Uh, email us at uh, mouthofmadnesspodcast at gmail.com. Email us questions. Email us statements. Give us some feedback. Give us some criticism. Tell me to go F myself. Whatever you want to do, write it in the email. Maybe you want to be a caller on the show in the future. Send it in the email. We'll, forget, we'll get you figured out. If you leave your real name, we'll say it. If you leave a handle for Instagram or Twitter, we'll post it. Whatever it is, we're here for you. And by what I mean by that is you're, we're here, we're pretending to be here for you so that way you'll be here for me. Because that's what's really important, folks, me. So please don't forget that, okay? That's a very important uh, step is the me part. The you part's cool, but the me, the me part. All right. Well, I'm going to run around my house half naked dressed as a bear and getting drunk. So that's what I'm going to do as soon as I get out of the studio. What about you? It's still early enough to enjoy the festivities tonight, but be safe and be careful out there, guys. Don't drink and drive, and if you do, you know, don't. How about that? We don't need more ghosts. There's too many ghosts as it is. And that's what I have to say about that. Please tune in next week. Every Sunday night, 10 p.m., we post another episode. We did it again. Uh, If any of you are listening out there in the Las Vegas area, uh, this Friday, November 5th, I will actually be there. I'll be uh, dropping in with my buddy, comedian Ryan Holloway. We're going to be dropping and doing a couple of guest sets on a couple of shows Friday night. And then Saturday night, we have a a main show that we are on. I'm going to be closing it out. He's going to be featuring. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun, you guys. So 
if you're in the LV area the weekend of November 5th and 6th and uh, you want to come check us out, message me on Instagram, send us an email. Let's get it figured out, all right? Uh, share the podcast with your friends. Hit the like button. Tell everyone about it. Let's make this thing better than what it is because right now, you know, it's just me and three people and one dude's dog, which there's nothing wrong with that, you know, but maybe we can make it five people and two dudes' dogs. How about that? Two dudes and a dog. That many more people. Let's Let's do that, all right? In the meantime, folks, stay safe out there. Watch the roads for animatronic deer. Don't trust Big Mayo. And as always, don't get bitten by a vampire. You thought I was going to say abducted by aliens. No, because you already know not to do that. I have faith in you. But seriously, don't get bitten by a vampire. Or don't get bitten by another person. The human mouth is filthy. It's a filthy place, and you fuckers should not be playing around in there. You don't know where that mouth has been. I'll tell you where it has been. You don't know where it hasn't been. I'll tell you where it has been. It's been on that dude's face for his entire life. Unless he had some kind of mouth transplant or some kind of Nicolas Cage, Alec Baldwin face-off situation, in which case I'm still sure it it technically is still the same mouth. I don't know. I'm not a dentist. I'm just the host of Mouth of Madness. And without further ado, folks... You know the news. I've given you all the word. The bird is the word. You got it. And that's been the show. So thank you so much for tuning into the Halloween special of Mouth of Madness. And again, don't get uh, eaten alive by a werewolf in front of your mother. Be safe out there, guys. Happy Halloween. Bye-bye.